Teen A. And the Gemara is going to, before the Gemara, let's start from the fourth line in, right? On Tess above Amid, on the Zion Amid Aleph. And the Gemara is, before it starts telling us the, the topic, it actually gives us like a list of categories that's going to be discussing. Okay? So Rehov, which means like the, the square, the town square, the open space, the Teva, which is the ark, the Sakim, the sackcloth, Afer, Afer, ashes, ashes, Kvura, right? Burial, Umaria, and Moria, which is Hara Moria, Simon. This is the Simon. This is the sign for what we're going to be discussing tonight. Gemara asks like this, why do they go out to the open space of the city when they're going to be davening during these time periods for Hashem to bring rain? Rabba says, to say, we cried out in private, we were not answered. We will now embarrass ourselves, we will humiliate ourselves in public. says, we have exiled ourselves. So our exile of leaving the, the base uh, Knesset, the fact that we left the base Knesset, the, the show, to Davin Tashem, that exile itself should end up becoming our Kapara. What's the difference between these two explanations? The difference would be, let's say they left from one base, one base Knesset to another base Knesset. So if it's about not being answered in private, well, they're still davening in private, so to speak. They're just davening in another base, base measures, right? But if it's about saying that we are exiling ourselves, if you exile yourself to a different show, that itself is part of the atonement process. Why did they take the ark from the open space of the city? says, so as to say, we had a very um, private, a modest vessel. And because of our sins, we become degraded. And why did they cover themselves up with sackcloth? We are like animals. We were like animals. What's the idea? Why is sackcloth? What does sackcloth remind us of animals? Because sackcloth is made from felt of, of animal here. Why are they place the uh, ashes from wood onto the ark itself? So as to say, I will be with him in his time of trouble. says, In all of his pains, he himself was afflicted. In other words, so as if that Hashem himself is in pain when we are in suffering. Originally, when I saw that the rabbis were placing these ashes onto the onto the ark where the where the Torah was being kept, my entire body shook. Right, the pain. Why they also put ashes on everybody's forehead? They argue. We are like ashes in front of you. Others say that the reason why we put these ashes on is so that Hashem will remember for us the ashes of Isaac. For the ashes of Isaac, the ashes are the ashes associated with the binding of Isaac that in, in the end was not actually itself that was burnt, but it was the animal. But the animal was burnt as a replacement for Yitzchak. Regular dust, right, or dirt, but as opposed to ashes. So, if it's about humiliating ourselves and thinking that we are nothing more than just ashes, well, we're also nothing more than just dirt or dust, right? But if it's about remembering the merit of Isaac, of Yitzhak, of Akedas Yitzhak, then we should actually do ashes specifically. 
Why they go out into the cemetery? They argued again over here. We are similar to dead people. So that the dead people should be able to ask on our behalf for mercy. If they're going to graves of dead people. So if it's about remembering that we're like nothing in front of Hashem's eyes and that will help us in our in our uh, quest for a atonement, right? It's not that Hashem needs to see us acting like this, it's that we need to remember that, right? It's as it says in Kirkyabasi, if you remember what's going to happen, you'll you'll stop doing sins, right? You remember that this world is going to be over at some point, right? And we'll die. Then you will then you'll stop doing sins. Okay. So but if you go to a a Besakvaras, the cemetery of a non-Jew, you'll remember that one day you'll die, but you will not have the same thing where you're they're going to be davening in your behalf. My Hara Maria, what's the Hara Maria? What is the, the mountain on which Bismarck is built? What does that have to do with anything? They argue about this as well. Chadam, one of them says, The reason why it's called Hara Maria is because it's from the mountain in which instruction went forth to Israel. Chadam, another one says, The mountain in which the fear of the Jewish people came to the Gentiles. The eldest amongst them would reject them with words of rebuke. If there was an elderly man present, and the elder person addresses them. If there isn't, then a scholar addresses them. If there isn't a scholar, then even Adam shall tzura. A person who has a distinguished looking representation, he's the one addressing them. We're talking about a zakin, an elderly man, even if he's not a scholar. If there is an elderly man who is also a scholar, then he should be the one to talk. Then the one who is a zakin, who is elderly and is also wise. But if not, then a wise man should be. Then just someone who looks distinguished. And here's what he says. Our brothers, low sack betainus garment. The sack, the sackcloth, or the fasting, that's not what's going to affect our atonement and, and our uh, forgiveness. Rather, what it will affect our atonement will be when we repent and when we do good deeds. Because we find about the people in Nintesh, doesn't say that Hashem sees their sackcloth and their fasting, and that's why they're forgiven. He sees their deeds. Because they have turned back from their evil evil uh, behaviors. The both man and beast should be covered with sackcloth. What, what do they do? Uh, they would put the people, they would put the animals in one place, and the other in another place. And they would say, Master of the universe, if you're not going to have mercy on us, we will not have mercy on these, the animals. And let the animals start lowing to Hashem. My Amr, what was said? Amr, the fun of they said, say in front of him, Rabbi Nishal, the master of the universe. All over Sheine, all of them. Somebody is submissive and somebody is not submissive. Tadik, Russia, somebody is righteous, someone is wicked. Who is going to be, who will yield in front of the other one? Let everyone turn away from their evil ways and from the violence that is in their hands. What is the violence in their hands? Amr Shmuel, Shmuel says, Even if someone had stolen a, a two-by-four and already built it into his house, 
You should knock down the entire house and return the two by four to its master, its owner. Amr of Adar Rav, Adar Rav says, Adam sheyish v'yadei Adira, someone who has his hands in sin, who mizvad deveinei chayzerba, and he he says v'yadei, but he doesn't end up stopping to do this deed. Lama lamahu deima, what is he compared to? The Adam shetefes sheretz v'yadei, someone who's holding on to a dead um sheretz, a dead creepy crawly thing. Shavilu teva b'chol meimay shabayil, even if he would immerse himself in all the waters of the world, like also like v'yla, his immersion will do nothing for him. Zarka miyadei, but if he throws away from his hand, gave a shetava alavayim sa. Miyad also like Fila. As soon as he dips into 40 of water, immediately the immersion is beneficial for him. Shinema says, But the one who is who confesses and and uh, removes from himself the sin, he will have Hashem will have mercy on him. And it says further, Let's lift up our hands, I'm sorry, our hearts with our hands to Hashem who is in the heavens, our fathers in the heavens. They start davening. They put in front of the shliach as the shliach tzibur, as the representative of the, of the nation. They put an elderly man. When they stand up to daven, even though there may be an elder who's also a Torah scholar, they don't put in front of the teva. They only put in front of the teva someone who knows how to daven properly. Is that a rugal who's considered someone who's had down property? Review the review that says, someone who has children who depend on him but has no means of support, and who is toiled to plant in the fields, and therefore he depends on rain. And if you depend on rain, then you are very much dependent on Hashem, you recognize you're, you're dependent on Hashem. And his house is empty, the grandma will explain what this means. And when he was a ch- younger, was a youth, his, he, he, it was pleasant. His youth, his, uh, the years of his youth were pleasant. Right? And he is humble. And people like him. And he has a nice voice. And his voice, and not just he has a nice voice, he knows how to sing, and he has a nice voice. And he is knowledgeable in the Torah, and the Nevim, and the Ksuvim. And he knows Medrash, he knows Halacha, he knows Haggadah. And he knows how to daven properly. So after they finished with this whole description, they said, you know who fits the bill? Rabbi Yitzchak Barami fits the bill. Turning the page now. I know Matopal the Ainla, but someone who has children who depend on him but has no ways to support them. I know Base Rekam. It's the same thing as someone whose house is empty. It means the same thing. When it says his house is empty, it does not mean that his house is empty from money, right? That indeed is expressed by saying that he has no children, nothing, nothing with, with which to support the children who are dependent on him. When it says his house is empty, it means it's empty from sin. And it was younger, his youth was pleasant. This is someone who did not have an evil reputation when he was a youth. Says his inheritance was to him, was to me, my my inheritance was to me like a lion in the forest. Nasna alai kaila, right? She raised her voice against me. therefore I hate her. My nasna alai bakaila. What does it mean that she raised her voice against me? Amar marzutcha bartovia, amar rav marzutcha bartovia says name of rav. Amri lo amar rabbi chama, amar rabbi elazar. Zesh liyaktiber. This is referring to a shliyaktiber. Hayer lo chnei ativa sheini hagun. Who goes to daven in front of the in front of the amud for everyone, and he is not hagun. He is not a properly behaved individual. Hayer lo chnei mesim va'arba brachas, and he says in front of the twenty-four blessings. Shemini asher shabachol yom. The eighteen that we typically recite, the moisav alein oitsheish, and he adds on the other six that we mentioned earlier. Hanishesh, the six blessings that we already said earlier. 
Gemara says, what do you mean? Sheva Havi, and there are really seven Kedetanan, as we learned in the Mishnah. In the seventh bracha, he would say, blessed is he who has mercy on the land. When it says seven, it doesn't mean seven of the additional, it means seven of the of the regular blessing. Kedetanya learned in a bright so Begayel Yisrael Marach, when he says Begayel Yisrael, the one who redeems Israel Marach, he expands it. He says a longer, he extends it longer than what it typically would be. When he seals it, when he finishes it, what does he say? The one who answers And hear the voice of your cry on this day. Blessed is the one who redeems Israel. And then the congregation recites after him. And the person who is in charge of uh, organizing the show, he says to them, Take up an iron and take up. Blow a tikiya, the children of iron, blow a tikiya. And then the Shdiyah Sibar resumes and says, The one who answers Avasinu at the at the Yamsuf, at the Sea of Reed, to Yana Eskam, and he answer you. The Yishma called Sachaskam, and I listen to the voice of your cry, Ayyam, as they this day. Blessed is he who remembers all forgotten things. And then they respond after him, Amen. Send the true of the children of Aaron, sound a true of so too with all the other blessings. One of them he says, blow the shaifer tikiya, one says blow the shaifer trua. What is the case when the when the when the um the Knesset Yisrael, the congregation of Israel says Amen? What is this referring to? That's only in the Gvulan. Whenever someone would say, they did not respond to the main. That's only outside the Besamekdash. What would they respond to the Besamekdash? They would say, They don't say, after It says, Come, stand up and bless God. Your God, from now until forever. And then let them say, Blessed is your the glory of your name. Um, they exalted above all blessing and praise. You might have to say that there should only be one form of praising after all the blessing. Therefore, the Torah says, exalted above all blessings and praise. On all blessings, you should give praise to Hashem. The El of a Mikdash Mawimer. So, what then would you say in the base of Mikdash? Baruch Hashem, Alekim, Alekay, Yisrael, and Elam, Vada, Elam, blessed is Hashem, God, the God of Israel, from the ever, now, and forever, from, from forever until forever. Baruch El Yisrael, blessed is the one who redeems Israel. Hainan and Acham, they would say after him, Baruch Shem, Kuin, Malchus, Eloelam, Bed, blessed is the name of his glorious kingdom forever and ever. Because we know that is how we answer all, all blessings in the base of Mikdash. Instead of saying Amen, this is what you would respond. And the one who was in charge of, of administrating the shul, this is what he would say to them. Blow tikiya, the sons of Aaron, blow tikiya. And the shul tiber continues and says, The one who answers Abraham and Aaron, who yana asks him, he shall answer you. And hear the voice of your cry on this very day. Blessed are you, the God of Israel, who remembers all forgotten things. They would say after him, so then he would say, Go blow the blow the true of the sons of Aaron. They would have this um this progression where they, they would the the Sheba would start start davening right before finishing, they would say blow, then he would finish, and then they would, the congregation would say Baruch Shem. 
Bagel summer. Talk to Bagel summer. Ryu at your game school. And then they would switch off between saying, blow the key, blow the trua, till they finish all the blessings. When the matters came in front of the stages, Amru, they said, This is only done in the Eastern Gates and on the Temple Mount. Based on Amrika the Tanya, another version who said the way we learned in a Brisa. Aimar Lefnei and Esrim Arba Brachas. Shliach Tiber says in front of them twenty-four blessings. Shmeina Esrim Shulchalim, eighteen that are said daily. Umaysa Valena each sheish. Then he adds six more to them. Vayisin sheish and those additional sheish, the six. Echanaman, where were they said? Bein Gael Oloroyfei Chaylei. So it was said between the blessings of redemption and the blessings of healing the sick. Amarach Begula. Then they would extend the blessing for Geula for redemption. Hinein and Achrav Amein. I'll call Bracha Bracha. And they, the congregation, would then recite to him Amen after each and every bracha. And this is what they would do, their custom, in throughout Israel. What they would say is, Blesses Hashem, God of Israel, from now and forever, right? From forever to forever. Blessed is the God of Israel, the Redeemer of Israel. And they would not say afterwards, Amen. Why would they say all of this long uh, back and forth? They did not say, Amen. Come, stand and bless Hashem, your God, from now, from forever and forever. And we'll let them say, Blessed is your glorious name that is exalted above all blessings and all praise. Each and every bracha that we say, you should give praise after that. We learned in our when he finishes the first brachas to Aimer, he says, Blessed is Hashem, God of Israel, from, from forever until forever. Blessed is the one who redeemed Israel. And they will respond after him. Blessed is the name of his glorious kingdom forever and forever. And then the synagogue attendant would say, and then he would go back and say, Maria, he who answered Avramino and Har Maria, he should answer you. Hear the voice of your cry on this day. Maria and then they blow Kia, a trua, and a Kia. the second one, he says, Blessed is Hashem, the God of Israel, from forever to forever. Blessed is the one who remembers forgotten things. And they would say after him, Bless his name, his glorious kingdom, forever and forever. And the attendant of the synagogue would say, Hariu b'nei Aaron, Hariu, blow the teruah. And then they, Shlielzi would say, Mishanas asavaseno yamsa, but he answered our forefathers at the Red Sea. Uyana eslam, he should answer you. Yishvam kaltzakaslam, yamazen, he'll hear the voice of your cry on this day. Behem Arian, but take him And then they went down the teruah. Itikia and Etrua. So too, after each and every blessing, this was the pattern that they followed. One of them they would blow Tia, one of them they would blow Trua. Actually, finished all the brachas. And this is what they did in their different places. When they came to the commander, came to the sages. They said, They said, This specific custom of telling the B'nai Aaron to blow the shaifer at the intervals, that's only done on the Eastern Gate and on the Harabayas, but not in these other places where you guys were living. Okay. So tomorrow night, Bezus Hashem will continue at 9.15, and we'll do Dafa 17. I think that's about the halfway point of Tainus. And more than halfway through Moed, as we continue in our march through the Dafiomi.